بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صلي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا بنيم الصورة الصورة صف in the surah Allah Tawarukhtala the reason why we are speaking of the surah from the time that COVID began the desire came in my heart to make translation of a few surahs of Quran so that people can understand that our only solution and our power and the answers to all our doubts to all our questions everything comes in Quran as going going whenever programs would come or sometimes from the house you would have so this week was this surah this program came, so I said we will do this surah in this program. An amazing Quran, that whatever halat conditions are happening at the moment, or what's going to be happening in the next few months or few years, when you read a surah, you see as though the surah was revealed for now. So when I was reading the surah today, surah Saf, and I said how appropriate. Then I looked at the topic, what they wrote, about hope, and the solutions to all crises, and now everyone on everyone's mind and everyone's tongue is the issue of Afghanistan, Taliban. And what's coming in the future? Are we going to see a revolution? If we see a revolution, what will happen? What will be the error of the Mehdi? Allah in the surah, such principles have been mentioned. It's like taking us on a journey. So we will start this journey. Allah says, سَبَّحَ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Everything in the heavens and everything in the earth, everything sings the praises of all men. He is the strongest and he is the wisest. The surah is like telling that if you want to be part of his army, Mubarak to you. And if you don't want to be, no needs. He is Al-Aziz, he is the most mighty, he needs no soldiers. He is the most wise, so you never ever have to question why are you doing it like this. Almighty Allah says, I am the most wise. Wisdom is mine and might is mine. Everything in the heavens and earth is singing my praises. If you want to join the singers, join. And if you don't want to, there's enough people singing the praise of Allah. You're not going to look for me and you. This is a religion of Islam that said that if one person says, I want out of this religion, Normally the scholar, the mother, the father, they'll, everyone will beg that person, don't leave Islam, don't leave. Allah Tabarakullah says, يَمُنُّونَ عَلَيْكَ أَنْ أَسْلَمُوا That one group came and they said, we are believers. Allah Tabarakullah says, say to them, لَا تَمُنُّوا عَلَيَّ إِسْلَامَكُمْ Don't act like you're doing Allah a favor by you accepting Islam. بَلِ اللَّهُ يَمُنُّوا عَلَيْكُمْ The favor came from Allah that He guided you. You did no favor. It is Quran that said, if one person turns away, one person turns away from this deen, Almighty Allah says, Allah will bring a nation in his place. A nation ready to sacrifice for Allah. And Islam showed it. It never depended on only Arabs. It was never dependent on only Persians who became Muslim. It was never dependent on only one group in Iraq, one group in Syria, one group in Turkey. Because Islam gave everyone a chance that you want to make khidmat of Islam, stand up. 
It took khidmat from the Arab, it took khidmat from the non-Arab. It took khidmat from every color and from every age. In looking after the Quran, it took khidmat from that young child. That no one would have put a pearl, a jewel in his hand. Quran said, I'll come in your heart. That one small boy, our madrasa, we get some students come so young, so young. But when they graduate and they go back to their country, when we go visit, he's the sheikh of the whole country. Sheikh of the country. Boss. And I say, I remember that time you were like crying in madrasa, I want my pizza. Who would have thought you would be like such a boss today? This Quran, this deen is a unique deen. So the beginning of the surah is unique. And enough are singing the praises of Allah. Ma fis samawat wa ma fil ard. Whatever is in the heaven, whatever is in the earth. Soldiers wa huwa al-aziz, he is the most mighty. Al-Hakim, he is the most wise. But do you want to join? Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, lima taquluna ma la taf'aloon. This is a verse that was said in love. Sahaba radiallahu anh sat in the masjid once. And each one started saying that, you know, if I get the chance to be in the battle, like I'll do this. And the other one said, and I'll do this here. And then they wanted to ask Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that what is that action that Allah tabarakallah loves the most? That if you tell us that action, then we'll give our life for that action. Nothing will stop us, no barriers. But now they were shy. Who was going to go ask? So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam revelation came. And then he sent a sahabi go and call that one. He called him. He said, this verse was revealed for you. And they call that one, call that one, call that one. It was about nine or ten. They called each one. He read it to him. That you ask the question, here's your answer. What was the answer? This answer or the translation is, O oh, people of Iman, why do you talk things which you will not manage to do? Or why do you talk things which you can't do? Or which you don't do? Now, how, how to understand it? it? It was not shouting them. It was Almighty Allah was like how when a father sometimes he hears his sons all discussing that if I'm running the business, I'll do it like this year and I'll make so much money. And the other one says, I'll do this year. And the father on the outside listening, he thinks they're playing Monopoly. Just do this, do this, and I'll win the match. That he will be a billionaire, millionaire, trillionaire. It's like so easy it is. So the father just keeps quiet and after a while he comes and he says, my son, talk is cheap. Tomorrow I want you all to be in the business. You almost wake up five o'clock like your father. You read your tahajjud, go for your fajr, and after that, no sleep. Come to the business. The next day when they start yawning in that business, the father says, this is business. Talk is very cheap. So in love he does that. But you got lot aspiration, lot of desire. But remember your time is going to come where I'll put you in the business. Me and you, we grew up in what was called the easy South Africa. We heard of the war in Iraq and we said, Inna lillah, Allah help them. And we even took a little bit money. We heard of the war in Syria, we heard of the war of Afghanistan. Sometimes some went also and saw it and they said, hey, you know how hard it was. That man was living in a double story, triple story. That one bomb fell and the other one says, hey, very, very sad. And then the other one says, you got a cigarette and then life carries on. Because we're not living in it, we only heard about it. At that time, and normally it will be like when we're sitting and talking with our friends, that we relax like, 
We'll never see difficulty. We'll never see problems. But then each one will say, but you know, if the Mahdi comes, then I'll be there. If the Mahdi comes, immediately I'll be setting out, leaving. So one, one brother, one elder brother told his youngest brother, the brother is studying, so he told him, like, when's the era of the Mahdi? Just tell me. So the younger brother was my student, he said to his elder brother, that let's say the Mahdi comes tomorrow. He says, you think you're going to pull out of this bungalow of yours? And you're going to tell me, my bag is ready, let's go. The talk is cheap. He said, my brother, have you done anything if the Mahdi has to come? That will you be ready to pull out? And immediately say, respond to the call of Allah. Or will you say, I need about two, three years to put everything right. So this verse was said to me and you also. That, O oh, people of Iman, lima taqulun ma la taf'alun. Why do you say things, but you're not doing it? Big talk, but there's no walk. It wasn't said in shouting, it was said, we appreciate your speech, but start making preparations to do the work also. Because if that time comes, and it's a unique desire in all of us, shahadat, martyrdom, and the imam makes the dua, Allahumma j'al mawtana fi baladi habibik, let us all die, Allah, in the city of your beloved Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Everyone says, Ameen. Wafi sabilik, let me pass away in your path. Everyone says, Ameen. Ashraf Ali Tanwi, rahimahullah, says that one auntie who always made dua, always made dua, that Allah, I will die in the haram, I must die in the haram, I must die in the haram. And then the time came where her husband said to her, you know what, we're going for hajj this year. He was so excited, she was shut. She started making dua, Allah, let me die next time in the haram. Next time, not this time. I'm going haram now, what if the dua is accepted? I don't want to die. This is what is called our talk. But are you ready for the walk? لِمَ تَقُولُونَ مَا لَا تَفْعَلُونَ The Tanu Rahimullah then said that the child was very, very sick. And the mother was or the auntie, whatever it was, looking at the child, looking at the child. And like in Josh, she lifted up her hands and he said, Allah, you can't take this young child, you can't take the young child, you got a whole life. If you want to take someone, I'm old, take me, take me, not this young child. He said, while she was making that heavy dua, that cow, in India you have cows. So that cow was walking and it went into the washing, the washing that was hanging. And they have no pegs. So as it went into the washing, it covered the cow's head. And now it's trying to get it out, so it got a little bit extra tight. So with that, whatever clothing was on the cow's head, now the cow is trying to get it out. So it came and it put its head in the window. So this old auntie looked up and she thought the angel of death came. So immediately she said, uh, this is the one who's sick, eh? this one. This is, that is, that lima taqulun, big talk, but no one ready to walk. When we say, I want martyrdom, I want martyrdom, I want shahadat, I want shahadat, then COVID came. When COVID came, everyone's was just came to an end. But I always told you I want to die, but not now. You can't accept my dua when I'm 70, 80, don't accept it now, I don't want to die. Then everyone will quiet. Allah says, O oh people of Iman, why do you say things which you're not going to do? But he never meant don't say it, it meant start preparing to do it. It'll be an honor to be in that army. 
It's an honor to have a desire to be martyred. Nabi Wasallam said, the one who asks Allah with a true heart for martyrdom, even if he dies on his bed, Allah will take him to the level of the martyr. It's an honor, but when the thing comes in front, when it comes in front, it should not be that we are just dry words. This is time what has happened in Afghanistan. Who knows what the future is going to be, but some sentences that came out from those mujahideen, like break your heart, what iman? They first asked the person, like what's, like what is this group? He said, we are mustashid. Mustashid means we are talib shahada. He said, whoever had to be part of this brigade, of this group, condition number one, you have to be a mustashid, talib shahada. You desire us of dying only for Allah. But then the reporter said, but I thought like nearly all the Taliban are like that. Only this brigade. He said, no, all of them, but this brigade even more. Even more Talib Shahada. And they asked him that, did you ever think this time will come? There's no war now. Now you're all like in charge. He said, I never dreamt it will ever come. He said, I knew victory will one day come, but I never thought I'll see it. He said, I am so happy, but I am still asking Allah for my shahada. Still asking Allah. Their talk was not cheap talk. It was a few years ago when one alim came, to sitting, some ulama spoke to him and asking him, Kar Guzari of Afghanistan, few years ago. Now we only woke up now to it, but few years ago already, things were happening. No one runs away just like that. Things were happening, a lot of things were happening. So when that alien came, then certain scholars asked him, like, what's conditions of Afghanistan? He said, like, fantastic. What do you mean fantastic? Like, He said, no, besides certain points, the rest is ours. Rest is. He said, madrasas, kitabs which you haven't heard about are being taught. Preparations, everything is happening. But he said, the most unique thing, is they are people who are happy to die for Allah. He said, I saw the battle where young children were running front and bullets were coming from the other side. And I saw them running. When that young child can run, it means there's no liars amongst that jamaat. No liars. His father is not a liar because he's letting his son run. The son is not a liar. And if he can grow up running into bullets, when he grows up big, he'll say, well, whole life I'm waiting. Bullets are not coming to me. Talibay shahada. They said, we are mustashid. For us, it's only that, Allah, we don't know whether we will be true. But you make us true. And let it not be dry words with no preparation. From now, our minds must start preparing. We do not know the future, but we can prepare for the future. When COVID happened and when now this looting happened, everywhere we go, people say, what must I do for the future? So my answer to them is, you all are worried about your 10-year future. As I go Canada, as I go New Zealand or go Australia, I said, what happens after 10 or 15 years, the Mehdi comes out? Then you will be phoning from Australia and Canada and saying, how do I come over? You want to prepare for a good future. Our eye must not be only on our dunya. Look at this group who said we knew victory will come. 
We never thought we will see it. So what were they fighting for? They were fighting for Allah. That if I die in it also, no problem. I don't have to see that day. May Allah make me and you like that. If we make the preparations, even if we don't see that day. وَمَنْ يَخْرُجْ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ مُهَاجِرًا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ ثُمَّ يُدْرِكْهُ الْمَوْتِ Almighty Allah said that muhajir, the one who says, Allah, I'll make hijrat for you. And he makes that arrangements. And he leaves his house also. And on the way he passes away, he doesn't reach the city of hijrat. Allah said, I'll give him the full reward. فَقَدْ وَقَعَ أَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ The deal is done. While we are in South Africa and times are still good and businesses are still good, prepare for our future. But what future? A glorious future of Islam. When that day comes, it must not be I'm left shocked. And I say, I'm not ready. I never knew it's going to happen. Allah's Nabi told us from the beginning it's going to happen. He showed how it's going to happen. He explained the wars. He showed signs. He said, when you will see this, when you will see that, get ready. He said, when you will see tall buildings going up and up, get ready. We saw the tall buildings. He said, when you will see shepherds who yesterday had no shoes and no clothing, they are now competing in putting up the tallest buildings in the world, then get ready. We saw it. The Arab who yesterday was a shepherd and then he found oil. He is the owner of the biggest buildings, tallest buildings. The tall building that you see, even the one which you will see if you go for Umrah or Hajj. When you must look at the tall building, and you must say, you can say you are one of the biggest signs of Tiyama. Or if you want to, you can say you are one of the tallest signs of Tiyama. Because it's tall. يَتَطَاوَلُونَ فِي الْبُنْيَانِ When you will see the shepherd who had no shoes and no clothing, putting up the tallest buildings in the world, and he said, be ready. And then he explained when you will see wars, be ready. When I say be ready, what does it mean? It means be ready. Almighty Allah says, how much you can do, do. You prepare your mind. You prepare your wife's mind, your child's mind. The child must grow up understanding that your future is not that I will just love to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, get married, have ten children, and then die. Say, my son, you got a glorious future. Perhaps you will see that future while you in South Africa, you might see it while you in another country. Oh, my son, in the past when elders, elder scholars would pass away, they would pass away saying to their son that I waited to meet the Mehdi and Isa alayhi salam. I think I'm going to go now. Oh my son, if you meet him, will you give him your father's salams? They loved with that. Perhaps I will see it. We enter a time where we all say, no, no, we're not going to see it. My great, great grandchild must see it. We might see it. But are we ready for it? Allah says, let it not be cheap words. Start preparing your mind. Start thinking that if the call comes, I need to come out of one country and go to another country. It must be a Muslim country. It must be a country which is easy for my deen. If I'm in a non-Muslim country, they close my accounts immediately. If I got money in a Muslim country, they, they won't close the accounts. I can go there with my family and say, we have to leave Lord, but there is somewhere else to go. 
In the ending, when you have to go, some will go empty. Some might go that he said, no, I already prepared. I invested here, I invested there. Do something. Prepare the mind at least. When the looting happened, everyone said we were caught unaware. And we were caught unaware. But that was only our dunya suffered. When the time of this rise of Islam is going to come, whoever is going to be caught unaware, his deen is going to suffer. Whoever is going to be caught unaware, his deen will suffer. How it will suffer? Almighty Allah then says, Kabura maqtanin Allah. By Almighty Allah, it's not like and taqulu that you say something but then you don't do it. How we talk, prepare. Then the Sahaba's question was, what is the most beloved to Allah? Inna Allah yuhibbul ladheena yuqatiluna fi sabilihi saffa. Allah loves those who can stand up for his deen and fight in one saff. A saff means like a bunyanun marsus. It must look like you are a wall. What does the wall mean? You all put up a wall. When the engineer comes, what does he do to put up a wall? He'll say, dig the foundation. No one starts putting a brick on the ground and says, put up the wall. Because that wall falls with a little effort. A wall is that which goes deep into the ground. Meaning if your root is not solid, you're not going to stand. Kannahum bunyanum marsus, those who are solid. Allah says, Allah loves to see that jamaat. We were given a chance in this recent COVID, where many of us, nearly all of us, and Allah forgive us all, we all saw we're not walls. As soon as the wind came, we all fell. We all toppled. We all got confused. Words started coming out. Faulty words started coming out. Anger started coming out. People said, why did Allah do this to us? My whole family he took away. The wall fell. Kannahum bunyanum marsus. A wall is that. That when the wind blows, the wall stands. When the wind blows, the wall stands. When the hail comes, the wall stands. When the dog barks, the wall stands. When bullets go, the wall stands. You make this dua, it's a Thursday, it's a big night, meaning in the masjid of Allah. Quran is being recited, Quran is being translated. You make this dua, I'll make this dua. Allah make us all walls of your deen. That when the winds of fitan will blow, I must not fall. I cannot fall. I must be a wall. What is a wall? I'm going to be knocked. But I'll stand. Why I'll stand? Because my Allah loves to see a wall. Then Allah Tawarukullah mentioned now, Nabi Sallallahu said, My Ummah, Latarkabunna, you will ride on the road of the people of the past. Meaning how the Jews and the Christians were, many of my Ummah will be the same. Allah Tawarukullah now mentions two things. One is of the Jew, one is of the Christian. These two things are a warning that when you are the one, don't make this mistake. First is the Jew. وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ Allah Tabarakullah says, remember when Musa a.s. said to his people. Firaun really troubled Musa a.s. But Musa a.s. never complained about Firaun because Firaun was the enemy. The complaint was about his own people. This ayat was saying, O people of Iman, 
Let it not be that your Nabi one day has to complain about you. The Bani Israel were taken out of problems through Musa But as time goes, you start blaming your own man. Allah Tawarukullah says, remember when Musa said to his people, Oh my qawm, my nation, lima tu'zunani? Why do you cause me so much of harm? You know very well I am Allah's messenger to you. Me and you will shake our head. How could they do that? There was a time when Musa was not showing his his satar. He was a Nabi of Allah. His satar was always covered. In that honor, cover your satar. Some of them, they said, you know why always he's covering this, his private parts? Maybe there's something wrong with his private part about the Nabi of Allah. He started joking about it. Why is always covering? When you ate, you shake your head like Musa Alayhi was the one who gave a person one slap that was death. He was the man of strength. But when it becomes yours and you get too familiar, we entered the time today where people read the biography of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And forget the non-Muslim. But because a Muslim today is studying in the university of a non-Muslim. And the non-Muslim teacher is given the chance to play games with the mind of that individual. They take it so many times round, 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 round. That they make that believing girl or boy like a Jew. So the girl in the ending, that boy in the ending says, the girl says, but why did Muhammad marry so many women? The way you said it, like you think you're talking of your husband, Muhammad. You know this is the Nabi of Allah. Whatever he did was on wahi. He could not step one step out of wahi. He said, but Aisha was so young. He said, you're talking like Aisha is your sister. This is the mother of the Ummah, radiallahu anhu. You're talking like a Jew. But the Jew also did it. When you got too familiar, they started thinking they own Musa Alayhi There are people today who think they own Rasulullah And they will look at his history and they will say, this he shouldn't have done. Let's spoil the thing. This he shouldn't have done. Why did they do it like that there? Hey, look at the two wives, how they fought. said, you looking at them like a Jew. The Jew could not see Musa Alayhi so in their filthy mind, they said, most likely you got something wrong with him. He said, you talking like that. You could not see the greatness of Aisha radiallahu anha. Because when you are a 20 year old girl, you still immature. You cannot believe she could have been so young and she could have been more mature than all. You looking at her in your eyes. And you want to say that if I can't be so good, you couldn't have been so good. Musa said, you know I am the Nabi of Allah. You still talk like this. The message was given, O people of Iman. Almighty Allah says, as time went, the very people who were the selected of Allah became the one who was called Maghdub alayhim. Full anger of Allah came. Why? When time goes, you start think, taking things for granted. You go into the wrong environment. And now you start questioning your own deen. Bani Israel attacked Musa alayhi salam's izzat. 
of his body. Bani Israel were getting the favors of Allah. They started complaining. They said, why is giving us the same thing again and again? Can't Allah give us something else? The message was, oh people, when you're enjoying wealth, don't think the wealth is your haq. And then you become so rude that whatever Allah is giving, instead of shukr, we start making nashukr. Instead of shukr, we start making nashukr. You go in that family who says, I don't know why this happened to me. You ask, what happened? He said, that deal never go through. You know how much dua I made for it? You look at his house, you look at his empire, you look at his family, you look at his gardens. So where all that came from? That he thought is already his, that Allah is supposed to do this one. But in Israel, Allah was sending to them food without any effort. They began complaining, we want this and we want that. This Ummah was told, don't be like the Bani Israel. You don't own Allah and you don't own the Rasulullah. It was a favor that they allowed you in their deen. Enjoy that favor. Because of school, because of university, because of the news. Sometimes we will see certain things on the news which will make us question our own religion. But we know that our religion is divine and the news is the biggest liar. Everyone says we know the news is the liar. Two days ago in Kabul there was a bomb at the airport. One day ago, whatever it was. First they said it was two suicide bombers. Then they said no, it was only one suicide bomber. Suicide bomber means he died in the bomb. The next day the news comes out, one drone from America killed the one who put the bomb. So the man who died yesterday in the bomb, they killed him the next day with the drone. They couldn't even think that you just told us yesterday he died. So everyone just reads it and says it doesn't make sense, but they don't lie. Everything makes sense. When 911, that building was hit by America, that time, when this war of terror started, 911, two aeroplanes into one building, and then that building came down so nicely, so straight. It never fall this way, it never fall that way. Some of them even said that that pilot must have been an Iraqi pilot. He was able to hit it at that one exact point he knew. That if I hit it here, it will come down flat, flat, flat. We said, stupid pilot, he should have hit it hard, he would have fallen another building. Why he wanted it to come down, that only you must come down. You mustn't touch right, left, this way, that way. Straight you must come down. So that was one. At that time they gave a reward. If anyone can show how this building came down, hit it with two aeroplanes and it doesn't fall this way, it doesn't fall that way. Or it's not supposed to fall also. When you hit with an aeroplane on the top, that top part falls off. The rest of it stands. The whole thing would dip, 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 dip like pieces. And it came down. That was one. But that lie wasn't so bad. The biggest lie was at that time, the best intelligence of the world. They lost their brains on that day. And they said, we found the passports of those hijackers. And everyone was No one could think about that whole thing burnt on the top. It came down with the entire building. No one survived, even the black box, which is called the only survivor, never survived. And these people, passports, you'll say, who made these passports? They should have made the black box. 
It wasn't they, the reporters even reported it. And the whole world. You know they are liar. وَقَدْ تَعْلَمُونَ You know this is the Rasul of Allah. Yet when the news comes, for some reason Muslims ask questions. But why is it like this? Why is it like that? You say you heard the liar and you forgot the truthful. وَقَدْ تَعْلَمُونَ أَنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ When the question comes, when shaitan blows the doubt, you must say, I don't know really what's happening on the ground because I'm not there. But my friend, you also not there. He said, I saw it on the news when I went a couple of times to England. So some people in England couldn't understand that the ending, I'm telling them, I'm waiting to go back home. I'm missing my family. So one person said, I can't understand that South Africa is so dangerous. What you want to go back there for? Like they kill people every day. So I said, but I'm still alive. And then that year we had that xenophobic attacks. So when they saw the news, they thought every street in South Africa is being burnt. Every street. So they told me like, your house, is, how's your house? It's okay. So I said, no, alhamdulillah. I said, they're not outside. I said, South Africa is so big. What you're seeing on the news is five streets. It's a big thing, but it's South Africa is much bigger. We're seeing on the news one airport, Kabul. And we think the whole of Afghanistan is that one airport. No one is saying what's happening in that village and that village and that village and that town and that town and that town. Only this one airport. And everyone is like, he's talking like, you know, I am the governor of Kabul. And why are they doing like this here? They must do it like One person said, what are they doing there? I said, while they were taking over the country, they never asked for mine and your help, isn't it? Now after they took over, now we became suddenly self-elected governors. The doubts that the news will spread, a believer doesn't fall for those doubts. He will say, I am not like the Jew. When they laughed at the Nabi, then I joined the laughter. I said, you don't know, just because you can't see what the Nabi got, don't feel jealous. And start saying he got a fault with his private part. This Nabi is a man, hundred of yours. But just because you can't see it, how you want to see it. They want to see freedom, which means a woman is naked. Now they will ask, why you are not giving freedom to the woman? And you ask them, what's the meaning of freedom? They say, the right, immediately you stop them. You say, that's not fair. Because there were many women just a few years ago, who said, we want the right to wear the hijab. And your own country said, we're not going to allow you in our country to wear the niqab. And then everyone said, you must follow the laws of the country. If you want to live there, you must be according to the country. There were women who went to the beach. Their faces were shown. It was just that they had a body covering. They never want to show their hands. They never want to show their legs. From the beach, police had to come and say, madam... You're not allowed on this beach because your clothing is not appropriate. On white woman, she was shocked. She said, but I also wear this here sometimes and I don't want to get burned by the sun. The police officer said, no, your reasoning is then justified. Your reasoning is justified because the sun mustn't burn you, but because her religion tells us she can't do it. This is their meaning of freedom. The right, that's wrong. They gave no one rights. They gave no one rights. So they asked one small group in Kabul, what you want, what you want? 
Some people are asking, why they want to run away from Afghanistan? It's obvious. If you tomorrow, how many of our people are trying so hard, if I can get a chance to go live in New Zealand, but I have to send this passport and this document, and they'll ask me, what you going to do when you come here? Where you going to settle? And tomorrow Ramaphosa announces, whoever can reach Oliver Tambo tomorrow, you back in America, you in New Zealand, three quarter of us will be there. And when they ask you what you're doing, I say, South Africa, very, very scary. You saw the looting, you saw the looting, I'm running for my life. No one's running. The chance to go to a rich country for free. Who's not going to do that? They are very scared of this country. One person said it nicely. You're speaking to people of Afghanistan. He said they saw the war of England. They saw the war of Russia, Soviet Union. They saw 20 years of war of America. All those times they were never scared. They slept normal. When you ask people in those lands, how you all manage? The one person said, I saw, I went to Tora Bora, he lives there. So he goes once a year. He said, in Tora Bora, when I'm busy, while we're discussing, we'll hear the bullets outside. So he says, we go outside, and it's like a soccer match carrying on. On one side you see this group, and that side you see some American soldiers, and they're just shooting, shooting, shooting. While that is happening, the women who are washing clothing, they also stop. And everyone is like looking like this. He says, and once everything stops, everyone just carries on normal. Anti-stars. They live in bombs, they live in bullets. They sleep in manners we can never sleep. That group, you think they're going to get scared. They don't know the word fear. But when the news comes there, then we look at the news and we say, very frightened, very frightened. Ask the person, have you gone there? When you will land there, you will ask, I wonder where the reporter saw what she saw. What he saw. What a verse of Quran. That you know I am the Nabi of Allah. Almighty Allah says, when the Bani Israel wanted to become stubborn, then Allah made their hearts stubborn. Wallahu la yahadil qawm al-fasiqeen. Allah does not guide the transgressor. What message this word, this verse gave to me and you? Don't take our iman for granted. And let during the next few years when we're going to see a lot of things and a lot of lies in the media because when you get a revolution starting, when they can't fight against Islam with their weapons, they fight with their tongue. Allah says they wish to extinguish the light of Allah with their tongues, with their mouths. Wallahu mutimmu nurihi. Allah will let the slide blow. Walau karihal kafirun. Even if they're not happy about it. How do you extinguish something with your mouth? It's called propaganda. Their propaganda is going to get worse by the day. The one who has become addicted to his phone. My one friend said, it's so hard when I go home. Because my father, they of the older generation, they never had phones. They never knew how to use these gadgets. So when it came to them, it's like amazing this thing is. So for them, Google is like an angel. He says, so I'm trying to tell my daddy, daddy, you can't believe all this. He said, no, no, I saw it on this channel, that channel, that channel. I just type it in here. He says, you don't understand that there are people controlling what is most viewed, what can't be viewed. 
He says, but my father is too old for that. For him, he's like, this is like unique. So he says, when I speak to my father, I feel I'd rather just keep quiet. Because he knows more of Afghanistan than the Afghanis also. He knows more. So you can't talk. He said, because he became mar'oob, thrill. He said, because we young, we already saw so much of lies in these gadgets. We already saw there's a different story in every story. There's a hundred different stories. Sometimes you don't even know what's the truth. One person says they took over that place. The other one says they are walking to take over the place. The third one says they're not even fighting. The other one says so many died. And when you go ask those people, they look at the news and they say, never heard any of that news so far. Don't ever fall for propaganda because with their mouth they will try to blow out this lantern. It must not be me and you get blown out. The one whose heart becomes stubborn, Allah says, he will not guide him. That person will be told, you carry on your own. If you doubt the Rasul of Allah, and you doubt the history of the Rasul of Allah, you doubt any action he had ever done, any decision he had ever made, any law he had ever passed, then this is a religion that doesn't come to beg you, that please allow me to explain myself. This is a religion of Islam that says, if you want to be like the Jew, then walk the Jews way. When they became stubborn, Almighty Allah said, He made their heart stubborn. Then when the truth was so apparent in front, when non-Muslims would become Muslims, the opposite was happening where Muslims were becoming non-Muslims. When non-Muslims were becoming Muslims, at the same time Muslims were becoming non-Muslims. May Allah let it not be that any of us are like the Jew. Don't question our Nabi, the family of our Nabi, the history of our Nabi. This is a unique religion. It's an honor to be in this religion. Then Allah says, Now remember, وَإِذْ قَالَ عِيسَ بْنُ مَرْيَمْ Remember when Isa salam said, Ya Bani Israel, O oh my people, it was the same Bani Israel, إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيَّ مِنَ التَّوْرَى I am the messenger of Allah to you. And they all knew it. He said, وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولٍ يَأْتِي مِنْ بَعْدِي اِسْمُهُ أَحْمَدْ I have come to tell you all that after me another messenger of Allah is coming. In the Arabic language the word فَارْقَلِيت is used. فَارْقَلِيت In English I think that word is فَارَقْلِيت or something. فَارَقْلِيت so the Bible speaks a lot about paraclete. I think the word is paraclete or paraclete. It says five times Jesus mentioned that when I'm going to go, the, the paraclete, farqalit is going to come to you. But because they can't explain the truth of it, so they changed it and they said what Jesus was saying is that although I'm going to go, but the Holy Spirit is going to be with you. He will be your comforter, your helper, your aid, your lawyer. That Farqalit he was speaking about because he mentioned it very clearly. He said, I have come to give you the glad tidings. That after me a messenger of Allah is coming. Ismuhu Ahmad. Whose name will be Ahmad. The Bani Israel waited for the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Years and years and years. They spoke about him. They described him. They were the ones who told the Arabs. Very soon the time is coming where the Nabi of Allah will arise 
we will join him against you. They knew his signs, his qualities, his error, everything they were seeing. But me and you know what happened when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam came, who accepted him and who rejected him. The Jews who landed in Medina Munawwara to receive him. Because time passed. As time passed, they established themselves so solid in the earth. They began enjoying their life of interest. They began seeing so much of wealth and power. That when the Nabi came who they waited for. Knowing it's the Nabi of Allah. They said we will oppose him till our death. Because if we have to accept him, we will lose whatever we got. What message this verse gave for me and you? Allah's Nabi wasallam came. He spoke of the end of times. He spoke of the coming of Nabi Isa He spoke of the coming of a man at the end of time. A man from my family. Rajulum min ahli bayti. Yuwati'u ismuhu ismi. His name will be similar to my name. The name of his father will be similar to my father's name. We know him as the Mehdi. We spoke about him. We told our children about him. He says the glorious Mehdi when he will come. Wow, what a time it will be. All that we spoke, we spoke like how they spoke. But they also spoke big talks. But when the Rasul of Allah came, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because they found it was going to harm their dunya, they were the ones who opposed him. The message that was given is people of Iman. When the Nabi of Allah told you glad tidings to one who will be coming after me. We were told who he will be. We were told where he will come. We were told where the bayat will be taken. We were told how an army which will go out for him, they will be swallowed by the earth. The signs were given. The fear is the day that Mahdi stands. May Allah not make it that me and you. فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ When the Rasul of Allah came to them with clear signs that he is the man, قَالُوا They said, this is nothing but magic. هَذَا سِحْرٌ مُبِينٌ وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ افْتَرَى عَلَى اللَّهِ الْكَذِبِ وَهُوَ يُدْعَى إِلَى الْإِسْلَامِ Allah says, who could be a worse liar than this? The message was, when the Mahdi comes, forget the Christian world, forget the European world. The fear is in the Muslim world, there will be so many who will say, I do not accept him. The reason is because when we too grounded in a world, it's hard to pull out. يُرِيدُونَ لِيُطْفِئُوا وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِ الْقَوْمَ الظَّالِمِينَ Allah says, the zalim, the oppressor. He knows the truth and still he doesn't want to accept then Allah will not guide him also. He will also not be part of that army. May Allah let it not be me and you. The Jew who had doubts of Musa salam, he was told, you out. The Muslim who got doubts of his own iman and he likes those doubts. Hear the word nicely. One is a doubt that's in. Because we entered into the world of doubts. Television, entertainment, drugs, Universities, it's called the world of doubt. In the world of doubt, whether you understand it or not, they will put a doubt in the mind. And it will filter to the heart. That doubt, I cannot put my hand in your heart to pull it out. And you can't pull it out. 
that doubt will not harm anyone. That doubt will not harm anyone. As long as the individual feels the doubt to be faulty. Because shaitan is called waswas, the biggest blower of doubts. He will carry on blowing. When I feel it, terrible doubts. He's asking me questions about my Nabi. Will I express happiness about the doubt? Will I accept the doubt? Well, I also say, you know what, it makes sense what you're saying. Oh, I will speak to shaitan. I say, you liar. You saw Allah. And still you were not ready to accept. After that, you want me to listen to you? You saw Allah and you were not ready to accept. Now you want to start putting doubts in me. What about this? What about that? So you carry on blowing and I'll carry on loving. You carry on blowing, I'll carry on loving. That doubt will harm no one. But the one who grabs that doubt and who stands up and he says, no one can answer my questions. Why is everyone scared to answer me? And he goes to this person, I want an answer, I want an answer. The answer will be this verse, فَلَمَّا زَاهُ When they became stubborn, Allah said, I'll make you more stubborn. We must not be of that jamaat, we must not be of the jamaat that said, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting for the Mahdi, for Nabi Isa salam. And the day they come, you say, no, this is not. This is not what I was waiting. This is somebody else, he's an imposter, he's a liar. Because in my mind and your mind, when the Mahdi will come, it will be like one man who lift up a sword. As soon as he lifts up the sword, all the empires of the world will collapse. Then the Mahdi will say that, who wants slave girls? And all of us will start running. I want, I want. When Rasulullah sallallahu came to Makkah Mukarramah, he was that Nabi of Allah when he stood up. If anyone was looking for the mighty warrior who lift up his one sword and everyone will collapse in front of him, then they never found it in Makkah Mukarramah. Rather they would walk in Makkah Mukarramah and they would find his followers being hit, being beaten, this one is being defeated. That one is being defeated. When they reached Medina Munawwara, there was the battle of Badr. What is victory? But then there was the battle of Uhud. If someone was looking for a miracle man, they would have said, if you were the Nabi of Allah, then why is your uncle killed? When the Mahdi will come, if it's in our mind, Mahdi means miracle man. That he will just take his wand like this here and everything will be Islam. And me and you will say, this is not no Mahdi, this is. Because there will be destruction. There will be loss to lives. There will be wars where sometimes the believers are winning, sometimes they're not winning. But just because we sometimes don't see what we want to see, don't ever become like the group who said, this is nothing but magic. Clear science. Allah Tabarukala says, هُوَ الَّذِي أَرْسَلَ رَسُولَهُ بِالْهُدَىٰ وَدِينِ الْحَقِّ Allah is the one who sent his Nabi with the guidance. He sent him with the truth. لِيُزْهِرَهُ عَلَى الدِّينِ كُلِّ So that this deen will rise upon everything else. وَلَوْ كَرِهَ الْمُشْرِكُونَ Even if you're not happy. And in the last, Allah Tabarukullah says, O people of Iman, should I not show you such a business? A business that will save you from a dreadful punishment. Believe in Allah. Believe in the Messenger of Allah. And be ready to strive in the path of Allah. Even if you have to give your wealth and your lives, be ready. If only you can understand this is best for you.
يغفر لكم ذنوبكم he will forgive your every sin he will enter you into gardens under which rivers are flowing he will enter you into mansions wa masakin tayyiba in a place which will never come to an end zalikal fawzul azim indeed this is the greatest success you can ever have then that success forget that success wa ukhra tuhibbunaha then another glad tidings the one you like you want to see victory for the muslims nasrun min allah help of allah wa fathun qareeb and quick victory allah says get that also wa bashiril mu'minin tell them you're going to see that also we might see it but it must not happen when it's happening we're not part of the jannah ya ayyuhal ladina amanu and how the surah ends allah says o oh people of iman kunu ansar allah become the helpers of allah كما قال عيسى ابن مريم للحواريين like when Isa alayhi salam said to the people in front of him man ansari ila allah they were all his hawariin but when now it was getting difficult he asked them who will help me by allah قال الحواريون then the jamaat said nahnu ansaru allah we will help like how me and you we all said we will be part But Allah said fa'amana ta'ifatun min bani israil as time went one group remained on belief wa kafara ta'ifa and one group did not as time goes everyone don't stay truthful to his own fa'ayyadna alladhina amanu ala aduwihim Allah says our help was with the believers fa'asbahu zahirin they won in the that how the final o people of allah be the helpers of allah me and you all say in our heart allah make us from the true helpers we must not be the one who says i want to be but when the time comes that isn't you gave your name this is no no we had a time to practice when tabligh jamaat would make the tashkil and it was famous that tashkil will take place that who's ready who's ready but then the guy who stood up and said i'm ready the tashkil jamaat knows that after that when you got 30 names when it's time to make usuli collect you find sometimes only three that one got a headache that one got a flu that one is running stomach that one is looking after the sick but it was never farz but it was a lesson that a lot of promises but when the time comes may allah make it we can live up to our promise it will not be the easiest but two qualities we must not have one is don't be rude against the deen of allah don't ever be rude against the deen of allah that was the jews problem and the second is after knowing all the signs don't get caught so much in the world that when the time comes and we see the sign because we grab from under we don't want to see it you see this is not the sign may allah tabarakallah make us all from the armies of islam may allah tabarakallah make us strong in his deen Allah make us the source of strength for others in his name. Allah protect us and Allah protect our progenies. Let kufr, let fisk, let nifaq never ever come to any of us. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah. Wa akhiru da'wana.